When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. Thanks for joining me on the show, Sonia, and uh, congratulations on your new role. Um, how significant is, is the position for you and how did the role come about? Uh, well, I suppose it's just kind of something different for me. Um, I was kind of getting to the point where, you know, I was doing the same things over and over again and I wasn't really kind of pushing myself or challenging myself and you fall into it's like you're nearly falling into you know fully retirement mode and you kind of think there's there's, there's time for this in the future you know I need to do something a little bit different mm. and um I suppose when the idea came to me it was it all happened very quickly um so it kind of I don't know the news got to me you know it, it, athletics is a small world so things kind of filter through and it actually came through um, a coach I know in America and then also through Nick, because um, he obviously would have a lot of contacts with people in the athletics world. And um, there was a bit of an urgency to have an assistant with this group um, in the lead up to the Olympics. And, you know, it was getting to the point where time was moving on and they really needed somebody who, I suppose, was interested in the job, but then also was willing to, you know, come over here very quickly mm. and for me the timing worked out really well because I was sitting in Australia and you know I wasn't I was doing a couple of little coaching jobs but you know nothing you know that was making me jump out of bed in the morning excited mm. and um, you know with the travel restrictions and the restrictions on everything yeah. and the uncertainty around the place it just seemed like a good opportunity to go and do something different and see what's out there and you know we see a lot of particularly from america there's a lot of different professional running teams over here mm. and they get some great results um but i wanted to see you know well why are they getting these results and what is it that they're doing differently yeah and i mean the main thing is that they're really just you know they're not leaving any stone unturned you know in their kind of um cliche way of saying it and that they just you know the running is a fully professional job and it takes over the whole day 
Um, and, you know, I suppose I would compare a lot to what I did when I was competing and training. And, um, you know, you did your training and then you were kind of on with the next part of your day. Whereas now the training is your day and there's very little room for anything else. Mm. Um, and the focus is fully on, you know, the training, whether it's running, warming up, drills, gym, recovery. You know, there's there's so many different elements to the training day that I think a lot of people, they realize it's there, but they don't do it every day. They do it bits and pieces along the way. And you really need to, you know, put a lot of time into, you know, getting the best out of yourself. Mm. I was going to say as well that obviously it's a great uh, to be part of a professional setup with a with a huge budget, and this this gives you obviously Sonia the opportunity to work with some of the best distance runners, I suppose, in the world in the run up to the Olympics. So it's obviously hugely exciting and challenging at the at the same time for you. It is, and that that's the big thing I think is the you know to have a budget behind you and you see, you know what it does cost, and mm. you know there has to be no. You know, a lot of people, you know, they're they're budgeting for things in a lot of the groups. And I see it with Mixed Group, uh, the Melbourne Track Club. I see it with the Dublin Track Club. Um, they just don't have the same budgets. They can do, they can be successful and they can achieve a huge amount. But they're working a lot harder to do it behind the scenes to try and make it happen. And, and you know, to support the athletes. Because the problem is that often the athletes want to do everything that's required. But you know, they can't afford it. Mm. And, you know, so you have to find ways of making it affordable for athletes. So there's definitely a disparity in, you know, the support that some athletes will have over others um, and, you know, what's available to them. But, you know, it's, I suppose, different sacrifices that people make um, of being willing to come and join such a team. And, you know, there's a big commitment there as well because once you're part of one of these teams, then, you know, that's your whole life. There's, there's nothing else there. Mm. And I was looking at the facilities uh, that you're going to, uh, Sonia, and Hayward um, Field. Um, it's it's a world-class track and field set up, obviously, only open recently. Um, you, you'd love to see something like that in Ireland. Um, you know, how far are we behind in terms of facilities? Um, well, I mean, we in Ireland, we have all the facilities and we have all the supports, but the difference in, in some ways is you know how spread out they are, yeah. and how access and how accessible they are, or inaccessible they are. Mm. Um, you know when you have everything on site and you can go from one thing to another um, with, without too much travel or you know time involved, then it makes it a lot easier. Um, so I think you know the facilities are there for a lot of people. It's just how you make them work for you, and then it's also you know the the people that you have, like the people that you have in your in your backroom team, like the, um, the the people who are there for the rehabilitation, the physical therapy, and and the strength work, you know, the coaching and the the training, that's fairly similar wherever you go. Like most athletes do very similar stuff mm. um, in the sessions that they do. Um, it's just all the little extras that people add on, and that you, you know, when you, it's much easier to do that when you're in a group than when you're by yourself. When you're by yourself, it's easy to forget the little things that you need to be doing, you know, throughout the day. And when you're tired from a session, to be able to go on from a session on the track to then be able to go straight on to the gym and to do some fairly intense gym work. Um, that, you know, for me, that was always a bit of a side, you know, it was an extra that you kind of, you did it, but 
you didn't understand the importance of it. It was just an extra. And it did definitely help me to do the strength work. Um, but I think I can see people approaching training for distance running in a different way. Now, it's not all about running 100 miles a week. There's a lot more mm. involved with the strength and conditioning to, to back up the actual running training. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier you, you moved from Australia and Melbourne. You were there for a long time, obviously, which must be difficult. And, but the bonus, I suppose, that you're closer to your daughter, Sophie, who's in the USA, isn't she? Um, yeah, that's definitely a huge bonus. You know, to, I hadn't seen Sophie for over eight months when she came out here to the University of Washington. Mm. And the first week that I got here, I actually wasn't allowed to um, fill in and go with the athletes to a track meet in Eugene because there was a, a restriction on people who had arrived into the country to go a couple of hours up the road. But instead, I could go to the, a different state, to Washington, and um, meet up with Sophie. So um, that was an added bonus for me and to you know be on the same time zone as her. And um, you know hopefully you know over the next few months and hopefully into next year, um, I'll be able to, you know, have a bit more time with her, um, you know, when we're in downtime here as well between seasons. But at the moment, it's all about getting ready for the Olympics. Um, for a lot of the American athletes here, it's all about the Olympic trials, which will be coming up in June at um, Hayward Field, which is an amazing new stadium in Eugene, which will be hosting the World Championships in athletics next mm. year. Um, where the the Irish relay, two of the Irish relay teams just qualified um, yeah. just this weekend um, to go there next year. So that will be exciting, um, you know, to be close to where the World Championships will take place next year. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. That's uh, a great achievement by the uh, the mixed relay team with the 4 by 400 including Corksville Healy, of course, Sonia. I mean, they're qualified now for the Olympics and in the final uh, this evening against the world's best. It's a great achievement. It is fantastic. You know, the the mixed relays are a new event and um, where the men and women run together, they run alternate legs. And um, yeah, so it's always when you have a new event in athletics, it's kind of different countries can take advantage of that because, you know, depending on their strengths and Ireland has good strengths in 400 meter running and maybe not necessarily having four men and four women, but to have the mix together. Um, combines and obviously produced a fantastic result yesterday. So, you know, that's exciting for everybody to get behind the Irish team. And, and team sports are fantastic, and team sports and athletics really deliver a lot of energy, you know, throughout the rest of the team. So, um, you know, that's really definitely something to look forward to um, for the Olympics this year and then on to the World Championships next year. Yeah, are you confident the Olympics will go ahead? <laughs> Um, well, I think everybody is operating like they are, and I think we have to. Um, I think everybody is so far down the track now that, you know, even if they weren't to go ahead, there's going to be some great performances this year because, you know, people can do it and they've shown that they could do it. But I think the ultimate goal is to get to Tokyo. It, I mean, it, it looks very difficult to bring so many people from so many different countries into one space. Um, but hopefully, you know, with people being vaccinated and things changing quicker this year than last year, it will happen. Um, but it'll be a big spectacle for TV, I think, if it does 
come across. It'll be, you know, the, the, the greatest show that everybody will sit down and watch from home um, that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, and will you travel yourself to Tokyo, Sonia? Um, I will if I can. Um, again, it's one of those things that the numbers and and depending on the athletes here on the team who will be going, um, we have athletes from Australia and Germany as well as from America. So there may be a possibility to do that. Um, but again, it's one of those things that it's up in the air another month or so and we'll have a better idea um, um, so I just have to wait and see but at the moment I'm just taking it one day at a time and um, yeah lear- learning some new things all the time and you know yeah. getting excited to help out you know on the side of the track again um, it- it's good when you're working with athletes at a level that you understand and you know being able to you know help them to get the best out of themselves and it's very important for athletes, you know, to have coaches, you know, helping them out every day, um, um, not just not just on the session days. Yeah. OK. Um, I know you like keeping in touch with what happens at home as well. Unfortunately, we know Cork City Sports for the last two years. And I know you've links with Cove Ramblers, I've seen you be looking out for results and uh, you, you keep in touch with, with what's going on, obviously, Sonia, all the time. I do. I mean, it's, you know, you, you can't, it's hard to stay far away these days. All my <laughs> news reports, I say the ranking is Ireland is like the top of any news feed that I read on my phone every morning when I get up. <laughs> and it's been strange recently because in Australia, I was nine hours ahead, you know, so you were always ahead of the game and looking back at things. Whereas now <laughs> I'm eight hours behind, so I'm playing yeah. catch up. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, everything is going on ahead of me. Um, and, you know, I'm still not used to the, the time difference here. Um, but I do know the relays are coming up in a couple of hours' time, so I have to work out a way to watch that here now. Yeah. And, um, and, and, then, and then follow all the sports as, you know, they're getting back and getting going again in Ireland throughout the summer. Great stuff. Just finally, uh, Sonia, I'd like to ask you about the, the rise of women's sport, we say, on and off the pitch, on and off the tracks. You know, when you look at what Rachel Blackmore has done this year, Katie Taylor last night won again, um, you know, Irish women's Six Nations rugby now, Irish women's League of Ireland soccer. You know, from when you were in your prime in your days, like women's sport now has really come to the fore. And I'm talking about, you know, positions as well in broadcasting. There's not only a woman and, you know, every TV and radio station at the moment, which is good to see. It, it's brilliant, you know. I think you know there's roles out there for women in sport, whether they're they're playing sport, or talking about sport, or writing about sport. And I think it, it's absolutely fantastic, you know, to have that out there for for young girls to look up to and to aspire, you know. To I mean, I think Katie Taylor is, you know, phenomenal. You know, the, what mm. she's been doing. I mean, she was really pushed there <laughs> this weekend. It was probably one of the closest fights she's ever had, and. You know, that's a good thing to see because it's great to see that, you know, there's other women out there who are rising to, you know, to her level. Yeah. And, you know, she's not out, she's not out there on her own. Um, so that shows that that sport is growing. Uh, and that's the thing with a lot of sports and female sports is that they get more coverage and you're more noticed of them when they become more competitive. And that means that more people are taking part and more people are, you know, pushing themselves and, and rising to the level where, we're seeing really competitive events and, 
you know, it, it, it's just amazing to see the diversity of sports that women have a choice of doing now. Mm. Um, these sports were always there, but, you know, they weren't always at such a high level. Um, but to see them, you know, getting to that high level now is just, it, it's brilliant. And I think in Ireland particularly, I think we really respect our sports stars, whether they're men or women, but I think, you mm. know, the, it's just sports stars now. I don't think we have to even differentiate, you know, yeah. we're seeing such success and, and Rachel Blackmore has definitely been leading the way mm. for that this year and, you know, a household name for everywhere, for, for, for everyone. Um, so, so it's great to see that. Okay, well, it was great talking to you um, on Cork's 96FM on the score for this Sunday. I uh, hope you enjoyed the rest of the weekend. Bank holiday weekend here, of course, Sonia. And um, best of luck in your new role. I hope it all goes well and we will have an Olympics and Ireland will do well tonight in the relay. I hope so. Thanks very much. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.